This is Vincent, and you're listening to Liberal Lies, Liars, and True Believers. We all know that liberals lie. They lie all the time. And their friends in the media lie, too. Their uninformed true believers claim that liberals are the smartest people in the room. But facts prove that wherever they have power, there's only failure. Our mission is to expose their lies, to stand up to their lies, and to keep our freedom. Just when you think that the radical left in the media can't possibly get any dumber, they do things that prove that they can, and in spectacular fashion, too. I've always known that they're unbelievably dumb, but what they're trying to pull off now is incredible. Have you seen how happy they are? They're giddy. They're ecstatic. They're convinced that this is it. Their time has finally come. After all the years of trying to gain complete control over America, they believe that they're on the verge of actually doing it. They're about to demand the unconditional surrender of anyone who disagrees with them. And the cherry on the top of the cake is that they think that they're not only going to impeach President Trump, but they're going to put him in prison, too. They say that he's incited a riot. He told his followers to riot in Washington last week. He made his supporters storm the U.S. Capitol and try to take over the country, even though that's obviously not what they were trying to do. What they did do was incredibly stupid, and they will be punished. Some of them will spend years in prison, and they deserve it. They deserve to spend time in prison for breaking a couple of windows and sitting in Nancy Pelosi's office and taking some selfies. Can you think of anything worse that they could have done? Well, yes, I, I suppose they could have set fires. They could have looted. They could have tried to kill some police officers, too. They didn't do that. But if they did, that would have really been bad. If they did that, they might have gotten the same treatment as those demonstrators got in Minneapolis, Minnesota, or New York City, or Kenosha. They would have been bailed out by Vice President Kamala Harris and walked away scot-free with no punishment whatsoever. That's what could have happened, but it didn't. These people will actually serve time, hard time. They deserve it, don't they? They do, actually. But didn't the rioters we saw all summer deserve some punishment, too? I guess not. I'm told that their riots were justified. In fact, it was all our fault, not theirs. They only did what they had to do because America is a racist country. And then there's that white privilege thing, and the systematic racism, too. And there's no social justice and economic justice, either. And we really need some of that, too. And Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, who a lot of people in the media, and even that genius LeBron James, the guy who's single-handedly trying to put the NBA out of business, they all said that if the people who rioted in Washington were black, the police would have killed every last one of them. They all would have been shot down. But since they were Trump supporters, the police didn't do anything. In fact, they opened the doors to the Capitol building and they welcomed them in. They were helping them. Now, I can see a China-loving basketball player saying something that dumb. If you read the sports pages, it happens all the time. A lot of NBA players think that China is a much better place than America. But Joe Biden and Kamala Harris? Does this sound like two leaders who want to unite the country? 
They shouldn't be in the White House. They should be hosting shows over on CNN. I'll give them this, though. It's true that the police were totally unprepared for the riot. They didn't see it coming at all. How did that happen? What negligence? They are incompetent, and they should all be fired. And come to think of it, we need a lot more police now. And they need to be big and tough, too. We need to hire a lot of police now that the Democrats are in charge. We need them to crack down on anyone who even mentions the name Donald Trump or anyone who ever supported him. Didn't you know supporting Trump is a crime? So we need to make sure that we have enough police to arrest anyone who says anything good about him or anyone who ever even supported him. And you know what? We need a lot more prisons, too. They're going to be overflowing with Trump supporters. We need to release all of the other criminals in those prisons right away, the murderers and the rapists and the child molesters, so we can make extra space to handle all of those terrible Trump supporters. And we need to get to the bottom of just why the Washington police weren't ready for the riot. Why didn't they have machine guns and tanks and mortars? I didn't see much tear gas either. Why didn't the police just mow them all down and kill them? Well, I suppose the reason could have been that there was no reason to be ready. I mean, these were Republicans, remember? Every time Republicans come to Washington for a rally, nothing ever happens. They come in, they make a few speeches, and then they go home, or back to their hotels, or they go to Olive Garden. They even pick up all their trash and put it into garbage cans. After they leave, it's like they were never there. When the left comes to Washington, it takes a week to clean up all the trash. But from now on, any time Republicans come to Washington, we need to shoot them down like dogs. So here we go again. The radical left and the media have totally missed the point on the Washington riots, haven't they? As usual, instead of even pretending to be even a little introspective about the role they might have played in the anger on display last week, they're using the riot as a means to shut down free speech. This is who they are. As I said the other day, they're not interested in the least in compromise or sharing power, and they never have been. This is their country, and there's no place in their country for anyone who disagrees with them. And the sooner you realize that, the better off you'll be. The real tragedy is that the left hasn't learned a thing. They continue to demand complete power. The good news is that anyone who's the least bit intelligent can see it now. They see that Democrat leaders in the media are simply using the riots as a way to help them take over the country once and for all. They think they have a mandate. What a bunch of silly fools. This is why they can't be trusted with power. They can't see the truth about America or themselves. And this is a dangerous move, too. They always do this, don't they? They push things too far. They don't understand people, and they make assumptions that just aren't true. President Obama, he promised fundamental change, remember? Which was nothing more than an attempt to convince the country to become a socialist state. And that was rejected partly because he came to realize that his strategy wasn't going to work. The time just wasn't right. Now, he wasn't very happy, and neither was his wife. No one on the radical left was very happy, but they were patient. 
After eight years of being the most divisive president in history, he couldn't convince people to tear up the Constitution. He couldn't convince everyone that we were all racist who deserved to be punished. He couldn't convince people that capitalism was bad because there were winners and losers. He said that everyone deserved the same outcome, not just an opportunity. Unfortunately, there are just too many people who don't understand what he was really saying. And there are far too many people who aren't afraid of someone who, after eight years of running the country, still has so much hate in his heart. Then Hillary Clinton was anointed to carry the torch. It was her turn. She had proved just how radical she was in her time with the Obama administration. And she loved the radical Marxist Saul Alinsky, too. Joe Biden was rejected at the time, if you remember, because he wasn't radical enough. He would have to accept the radical vision for America embraced by the Obamas before he could be taken seriously. Watch him now. Listen to him. He's become a true believer, and he now hates America. But Hillary, she lost the election. That wasn't supposed to happen. It was impossible, but she lost. And once again, the left had to put on hold their grand plans to make America socialist. They had to find a way to control the election process. Now the Obamas, they were really mad. Everyone on the far left was furious. Their rage was frightening, and we would soon learn just how far they would go to take the power they craved. The media, they couldn't believe it. Far-left radicals like AOC, the bird-brained bartender, and her squad of lunatic leftists were elected, and they confronted the establishment Democrats. They called them incompetent because they couldn't get the job done. They couldn't enact authoritarian socialism. They were failures. The Democrats came up with a scheme to take down President Trump. They said the Russians helped him get elected and that he was a Russian spy. But that didn't work, so they tried to impeach him for a telephone call. And that didn't work either, but they kept trying. And finally, the COVID-19 crisis, the president's own abrasive personality, and mail-in ballots did the job. And then President Trump gave a speech to the people who had come to a Washington rally. It wasn't a very good speech. He said things that he shouldn't have said. I watched it, and I cringed more than once. And the riot happened, and it was a terrible thing. And the media said the riots were racist. That was incomprehensibly stupid. But that's who they are. Then they quickly went to their go-to strategy of shutting down speech. Michelle Obama, who really does hate America, immediately called for a lifetime ban on the president's Twitter account. She was joined by a whole media mob of people, and entertainers too, and people in Congress, and Joe and Kamala too, the people who will heal America. Twitter and Facebook joined the mob. Twitter and Facebook happily did just what the radical left wants. It's trying to shut down free speech. And Nancy Pelosi, she's going to immediately start hearings to impeach the president. He must be impeached, she says. He's a danger to America. Shutting down free speech isn't dangerous, though. It's sensible, they say. We must shut it down to protect innocent Americans. All summer long, when there were riots everywhere, and looting and burning and killing, we needed more free speech. We needed to protect the looters and the burners and the killers because they were only standing up 
to a terrible, racist, and unfair country. We needed to encourage them, and the left and the media did just that, mostly through their silence. My riots are good and justified, they say. Yours are punishable by taking away your right to free speech, and maybe worse punishment if they get their way. And CNN and others are starting an official campaign to get rid of Fox News. That would be so sweet for the left. They're attacking Tucker Carlson. Of course, the things they're saying are childish and laughable. But if they could get rid of Fox News and a few other outlets, they'd have no opposition. Already, there are conservative sites being shut down on the Internet. A site called Parler is one of the many sites that uses the Apple platform. It allows everyone to say what they want. It stands for free speech as did our founders. The people at Apple have told them they'll be shut down completely if they don't stop conservative voices from speaking. The leaders at Apple, they hate free speech. Other conservative sites are being shut down too. If this isn't the definition of an attempted coup, I don't know what is. The entire media is trying to shut down any voices that don't support the radical left. It doesn't get any clearer than this. All of the voices on the left are demanding obedience to their ideology or you'll be shut down. You'll be punished. If this doesn't wake up every American, if this doesn't scare the hell out of them, then I don't know if anything will ever make them realize what the radical left is trying to do, what they've been trying to do for the last 60 years. Turn on CNN or MSNBC or any of the major news networks. Read the Washington Post, or the New York Times, or the Boston Globe. Listen to Kamala Harris when she says that America is unfair and racist, and the justice system must be completely reformed, and that income inequality must be addressed too. Listen to Joy Reid say that the police helped the rioters. It was all a plan to help overthrow the government. And a guest on MSNBC said that for 300-plus years, America has existed to demonize Black Lives Matter. No one even called her out for that despicable lie. No one. All of the networks pushed the lie that the police were much tougher on the Black Lives Matter and Antifa rioters. The little mop-haired political assassin, George Stephanopoulos, was thrilled to push that bogus theory. We all saw liberal leaders and the media and the Democrats ignore the riots all summer. We saw that with our own eyes. Yet the media keeps telling the lie over and over and over, that the riots weren't really riots. And no one in the mainstream media ever points out that the leaders of Black Lives Matter are Marxist, and they want to make America a communist state, and they say it publicly. How can they hope to have even a shred of credibility when they won't be honest? The answer is, they don't care. If the left gains the control they want, it won't matter at all, because they'll be very happy to be known as the state media. They are now. Rachel Maddow says that the Republican Party is the insurrectionist party. An article on the ABC News website called for a cleansing of everyone associated with the Trump movement. It was quickly taken down, but you know the author meant it, and you know that the Biden administration will make it a priority to do it. I don't have the time to talk about 
all of the insane things the left is suggesting, but none of it is good for America. They really believe the time is right to try to take over the country, and the media and social media are joining them in their effort to eliminate anything or anyone they disagree with. I'm very disturbed by what happened in Washington last week. It should never happen in America. But what the left is doing now is a lot more dangerous to our country, and their blatant abuses of power during the COVID-19 crisis are also a sign of their true intentions. It's time for Americans to wake up. Their vision for America is to have a country that is not free. They're telling us that right now, and if you can't see it, you're blind. The reason they can't support freedom is that their ideas are so dumb and terrible that the only way to get them enacted is by force, because given a choice, the American people will never support them. We've seen the left do this on so many occasions in the past. They tell us that America is horrible, and we're all terrible, and we are unfair, too. And the only way we can cure all of our sins is by giving them total control, despite the fact that they're incompetent and stupid. They actually believe we'll give them this power freely. That's just how dumb they really are. It would be insanely funny if it wasn't just plain insane. Usually, I can laugh it off, but this time, it's very hard to laugh. These people are nakedly showing us what they plan to do. They aren't even trying to hide it. Disagree with us, and we'll punish you. Right now, their punishment is to take away our right to free speech. But when that doesn't work, what will be next? This time, the tantrum they're throwing is monumental. It's their biggest one ever. They're going all out to shut everyone up so they can try to take control. What a joke! They really think they can shut up everyone. That's how dumb they are. It isn't going to work. They aren't going to silence 74 million people. Not now, not ever. Americans like to say what's on their minds. They have to say what's on their minds. You may not like what you hear, but you can never shut us up. But keep on trying. It just makes more people come over to our side. The Senate has 50 Democrats and 50 Republicans, and the radicals think this gives them a mandate. Just wait till they try to ram through some of their radical agenda. They'll find out that their mandate is pretty flimsy. It won't be strong enough to stand up to the political winds that they'll encounter. But that won't stop them from trying to ram through their radical socialist agenda. And in two years, when the voter rolls are all cleaned up, and there are laws that prevent cheating with mail-in ballots, they'll lose control of the House, and maybe the Senate, too. I just wish they would actually just stop trying to carry out their little insurrection. And maybe the Democrat Party should tell the Socialists to start their own party. Then maybe Republicans and real Democrats could start working together to do some of the things that will help the American people. Is that too much to ask?